This is a Radio.com original. I like the roles too, you know what I mean? Uh, I used to say all the time is that I want to get that new Rolls Canardly, but I can hardly afford it. So, <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to a new edition of the Talking About Cars podcast, where it's all about everybody has a car story, from celebrities to car personalities and more. I'm Randy Cardoon, and this week we share a Talking About Cars classic episode, and holy socks, Batman, our guest is Robin himself, actor Burt Ward. Recently was given a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Now, some background. This episode was done in a 1966 Batmobile clone at the Hollywood show near LAX some years ago. It was done on video, I'll admit that, and will soon be up on our Two Tired Guys YouTube page, which explains some of the references. So, Bert, when you get into the Batmobile, do all the memories about being in that 60s classic show come flooding back? Well, yes, you know, in uh, the show, I jumped over the uh, door and jumped right into place. Oh, and then I right. jumped out. And all these things that I did, people say, oh, well, did they direct you to do that? And no, because with 80 guys on the crew and all kinds of explosions and special effects, they were so worried about everything else. <laughs> they just let me do whatever I wanted to do. That's where I had the pows and the zaps and stuff uh -huh. like that, which was something that I came up with. Now, did you have to practice to do your entry on this? I mean, did you have a, like, once you tried to do it and you fell head first or something like that? No, not that bad. But okay. I will tell you, a man was not built for tights. <laughs> so uh, you got tights and a cape and, and a mask that you can only see straight ahead. Uh, it's, a, it's a bit of a challenge. So I want to take you back to when you were doing the show. When you had just started the show. Yeah. And you knew you were doing Robin. You knew you had a Batman. First time you saw this car, what was your thoughts? Oh, wow. I mean, that was really cool. I mean, you know, uh, I wasn't expecting to see it. I mean, I wasn't expecting to see all the, the sets that were, you know, amazing, built, everything. The Batmobile is one of a kind. It's the most famous car in the world. Um, I've ridden in it many, many times, and yet when you're in it and uh, it goes really fast, people think, oh, it's just a mock-up. No, it's the real thing. Yeah, and back in the day, um, you were seeing a car like this for the first time. I mean, there were custom cars around at the time. Uh-huh, sure. But, so, but on television, you didn't see a lot of that on TV back and then. And in color, too. I mean, our show was one of the first shows in color. So, it, and our, our whole show, everything is colorful, from the costumes to the, to, the, to the Batmobile to the sets. Everything was, you know, I mean, even with the angled on the, uh, the, the way they filmed the villain's hideouts. You know, they were at an angle. I didn't understand why. I thought maybe the cameraman was drinking or something. <laughs> no, it turned out the reason everything was at an angle at the, for the villains, mm -hmm. because they were crooked. Ah, for those of you who didn't get on that one. <laughs> A little yeah. bit of trivia. Oh, okay. Well, that's it. It's, and it always, especially when you were doing the, the climbing the building thing. Yes, yeah. Now, yeah. trade secret, scene spoiler. You weren't really just climbing straight up the building. No, but in the beginning, we were. In other words, for the first few steps, yes, and it was hard. But then they switched to, and people say, oh, you just turned it flat. No, they didn't turn it flat. It was at about a 45-degree angle. And then they had monofilament line, fish line, clear fish line, that held onto our capes and pulled them out straight. Because if you're going straight up, your cape would be hanging ah, straight down. Yeah, that's right. I mean, they were pretty smart about what they did. And you had some pretty amazing guests when they'd open that door. Because 
every every so often you'd you'd be going up the hill or up the side of the uh, building, and some celebrity would open it up. Well, the reason for that was because Batman became such a gigantic hit that every star in Hollywood wanted to be on the show. And of course, you can only have one villain a week, and and so there was such a demand. They said, well, how how can we get all these celebrities on the show? And that's when they came up. The producers came up with the idea of we're climbing the wall and open the window. It's Colonel Clink or Gary <laughs> Lewis or Sammy Davis Jr. or Betty White or any number of very famous people and all their kids were driving them nuts to get on the show. Uh -huh. I mean, like, uh, it was a really special thing. Wow, what was it like being part of a phenomenon like that? <clears throat> I mean, at that age, and you were going through really a big role for you in Hollywood, all of a sudden to realize you were on the hottest show in Hollywood. Well, for me, it was the first thing I ever tried out for. So with 1,100 other young actors trying out for the role, it was really a compliment. When they came to me, they said, Bert, we've decided we want to use you, and would you like to know why? And I said, sure. And they said, the reason they picked me over 1,100 others was because they said, forgetting television, if there really was a rob, I mean, the real thing, they felt that I would be it. So they specifically said, we don't want you to quote act, we want you to just be yourself and be enthusiastic. And that's what I did for 120 episodes. You know, and it's interesting, and you guys can see this if you ever go on YouTube. Uh, your audition tape were basically or film, you get in there and you're doing all these athletic moves. It's well, almost like black belt and karate. And, and a piece of trivia for your viewers is that uh, Bruce Lee and I lived in the same complex of condominiums and he and I used to spar together. And, and, and the, Bruce Lee's very first filmed fight scene of his career was fighting me. And uh, when we did it on television, they wanted it to look, you know, very even and not really rough. Because on mm -hmm. Batman, yes, you had chairs and tables and everything breaking, but everybody got right up. I mean, there was no real mm -hmm. violence. But Bruce and I used to really spar, and uh, it was a lot of fun. And he was a terrific guy, and our show was just a fantastic, exciting, but very dangerous show at the same time. Well, yeah, and I'd imagine because you guys had a background in karate and all that, uh, they didn't use a lot of stuntmen? Well, I had a stuntman, oh, you did. but they had a policy on Batman. Whenever there was anything really dangerous, always use Bert. And the reason for that is, for the example, let's talk about the Batmobile. <laughs> Day one, 7.30 in the morning, Bronson okay. Canyon, coming out of the Batmobile. I get in the Batmobile, and it's like, you know, inside the cave, it's dark. I look over to see Adam, but it wasn't Adam. It's some other man dressed in a Batman outfit. And I said, who are you? He said, oh, my name's Hubie. I said, oh, well, what are you doing here? He said, I'm a stuntman. I said, really? Well, why are you here? He said, because this is a very dangerous stunt, and they don't want to take a chance of Adam West getting hurt. So they hired me to do it, and the more bones I break, the more money I make. I said, well, that's great, but wait a minute here. Do I have a stunt man? He said, oh, yeah, you do. I said, great. Well, where is he? He's always having coffee with Adam West. <laughs> well, wait a minute. There must be a mistake. And I stopped before they started, and the second assistant director came over, and I said, there's a terrible mistake. I mean, why am I doing this if it's so dangerous? He says, we had to do it. I said, why is that? He says, because your stunt man doesn't look like you. I said, my God, why would you hire somebody to be my stunt man if they don't even look like me? Couldn't find anybody else. 
Oh my, so there, well. come out at 55 miles an hour, straight at the camera, my door flew open. And I was flying out, and I caught my little finger right around this gear shift knob, uh -huh. and it kept me from falling out, but the door hit the cameraman, knocked him over, knocked an arc lamp over, which is really heavy, heavy and yeah. dangerous. And it pulled my hand right out of the joint, my finger. And I said, oh my gosh, right through the glove, you could just see it was twice the size. They said, Bert, we got to get you to the hospital. I said, yes, because it's really killing me. Well, no problem, just as soon as we get the shot. I said, what do you mean? We're not going now? No, no, no. We got 80 guys on the crew. We got to get this shot. It's $35,000 an hour. I said, oh my gosh, that was 7.30 in the morning. I got to the emergency hospital at noon. Welcome to Hollywood, Bert. Oh, yeah, and that was the first of four days in a row going to the emergency hospital from third degree burns, oh two my. by fours landing on my nose, breaking my nose. I mean, I didn't think I was going to survive the first week. Wow. But I tell you, they were very smart. They took out a $3 million life insurance policy. <laughs> and I'll tell you, by the last two episodes, I was sure they were trying to collect on it. Yeah. <laughs> well, you don't want to lose money in Hollywood. That's, no, uh, no. Absolutely not. That is an incredible story. So you had an opportunity to go through the whole Batmobile and, and all the stunts that you did and all that. And you were, so did they use the stunt guy for any Yes, time? yes, they used him for the wide shots where you really couldn't tell it wasn't me. Uh -huh. You know, really long, and, and he was a terrific stuntman. And some of the sword stuff, he was an expert swordsman. Uh -huh. But but th then they choreographed, these fights went on for like two minutes. That's a lot of fighting to do. And they did all that, but I would do all the close-ups. And being a martial artist, I really enjoyed the fight scenes. I mean, I really, really got into it. So we do a lot of things here on Talking About Cars regarding car stories. Everybody exactly. has a car story. I always wonder of our guests, where did your car story start? Well, you mean in, in terms Not necessarily Batman. Oh, not But I not mean, I'm talking about... Well, I got a great Batman for you, sorry. Okay, start yeah, with that. There, there was a scene in the third season with Batgirl where we brought her into the Batcave, okay? And um, and the whole thing was we had to give her some knockout gas so that she wouldn't know where the Batcave was. Of course. Brought her into the Batcave. She saw the Batcave. And now we were getting ready to go out. I had to give her a little more uh, whiff of bat gas. And so now she's knocked out. And there's this line, or series of lines that Adam and I had. And it was supposed to be very simple. I was going to say something, gosh, Batman, you know, Batgirl is really very pretty. And he, his line was, well, Robin, I'm, you know, I, I'm, I'm glad you noticed and I can see you're growing up or something like that, right? <laughs> <clears throat> However, yeah. my dear friend Adam, who rarely makes a mistake, he made 14 mistakes in a row. And, he, and, and I knew something had to be wrong. Why would he do that? Well, what happens is, in the real world, when you're making a show, there's such a time crunch, okay, that he knew that he could just stretch that elastic until that lat, where they were gonna have to use whatever he uh -huh. said. So here it is, like the 15th take, roll them, and they said, Adam, please don't make another mistake. So I say, gosh, Batman, you know, Batgirl is very pretty. And he says, I'm glad you noticed, Robin. It shows the oncoming thrust of manhood. <laughs> oh, oh, the tears were coming down my mask, trying to keep a straight face. Well, nobody noticed Seriously? until the next week when the censors called us in. Oh, man, I thought that was going to be the end. That's a great story. Now, so what did they use? Did they keep that they line used in? It. They, they stuck. used the line. They, they were stuck to use it. It wasn't long before Adam introduced me to all the wilder side of filmmaking. Wow. What would a bird word have been if he wasn't <clears throat> an actor? 
Well, uh, according to the dean at UCLA, they were very upset when I left in my third year because I placed in the top 1% in, in science and math college-wise, and they felt, felt that I should have been a nuclear physicist. Really? I, I don't know that I would have done something like that, maybe a lawyer or something, but, but I was very into science and math, and yet I had a great time playing Robin. Before Batman, before well, you were just growing up and learning to drive and uh -huh. all those things, what were you driving around in? I had a Corvette. Uh, when I was 16, I was like working for my father, who's one of the top real estate agents in Beverly Hills, and I helped him sell houses, so I made enough money that I could buy myself a Corvette. What year, do you remember? Uh, yeah, 19, probably 63 Corvette I had. Oh, split window. Yeah, oh, and awesome. uh, it, was, it was very cool. I actually had two of them. Before. You got the show, you started getting some paychecks. Yeah. What was your next car after that? And then I got an XKE Jaguar. Nice. And uh, I, I, I enjoyed it, but I never, I, I mean, at that point, I was doing so many appearances. I worked five days a week, 14 hours a day, and on Saturdays and Sundays, I'm different city every weekend, and it was pretty busy, you know? Plus, during the, even the hiatus time, I, I was up for a movie. I don't know if you know this. There was a small movie at 20th Century Fox. Larry Terman was the producer. He came to me and said, you know, you'd be perfect for this movie. And I, you know, and I felt, well, geez, I'd love to do it. And because it's the same studio, 20th Century Fox, mm -hmm. they probably would let me do it, you know? Yeah. Well, they wouldn't let me do it because really? Batman was the number one hit in the world. They wanted no dilution of, 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 of who I was. I mean, they wanted me just as Robin. So I lost out. It was a small movie. Maybe you saw it. It was called The Graduate. Which yeah, role? Was, uh, well, they, they couldn't get me, so they got Dustin Hoffman. Oh, Dustin uh, Hoffman. Yeah. I've uh, heard of him. He's a very nice guy. And, uh, <laughs> but, but at the time, you know, I was like, gosh, I could do this. Oh, and wow. Who would have known what a spectacular hit it was? Oh, yeah, absolutely. That is incredible. So, the car's in your garage right now. Yeah. What do you got? We actually drive a Sprinter, a Mercedes Sprinter, you know? Oh, yeah, it's, the, it's, the van. It, yeah, but, but I mean, it is, we have a beautiful silver one with all the windows. And you know, I'll tell you, you're up in the air mm -hmm. and, it's, it, it, and it, you can't see car around you. I mean, you're, you're in a car, but you just see glass and it's just such a great view. My wife loves it. So, and then we use, can use it to bring all our dogs wherever we go because the thing is like 24 feet long. It's yeah. just amazing. Absolutely. So, of all the cars you've had, was there anyone from the past you wouldn't mind coming back? Well, my wife had a, um, a uh, um, she, well, she had a Lamborghini, and which was a fantastic. I mean, the car, I love cars. I mean, and you know, and a lot of people do. I just, I, I don't. I don't think now in, in my world today that I could have what I want because I'm involved too much with charity and saving animals. Well, this is just fantasy. This is just throw, every, throw reality, throw logic out. I, I, this is just a complete fantasy <laughs> thing. <laughs> so, on the, so on the Burt Ward list, yeah. top 10 cars I've always wanted, would love to have. Um, I, I like the Rolls too, you know what I mean? Uh, I used to say all the time is that I want to get that new Rolls Canardly 
but I can hardly afford it. So, <laughs> <laughs> I remember that one. I remember that one. But no, but I love sports cars, and I I love cars. You know, uh, it's just you know I guess you have to kind of balance. There's only so many things you can do in life sure. at the same time. And already, um, my wife and I we are so active. We work seven days a week. We're been married 27 years. Still haven't had a honeymoon yet. Except she would say that every day is a honeymoon. I mean, I, we can't even go anywhere. Bert, we uh, mentioned to some of the people who follow us on social media that we'd have you on the show. And uh -huh. so they submitted some questions. We'd like to run through some sure. of them for you. Robert on Facebook said, funniest thing, and you probably went through one of them already, but funniest thing that ever happened on the Batman set that you can think of. Oh, there were more dangerous things than funny things. Um, I guess there were, well, I don't know how funny this would be. All I can tell you is man was not built for tights. And there became an issue about the way that I fit in my tights. Okay. Okay. And uh, there was a whole thing with the Catholic Legion of Decency <laughs> all upset about what they considered an unnatural bulge. And they had the, all these people, the wardrobe department, descending upon me with contraptions and all I don't even want to go there restraints <laughs> you and, can just and finally imagine. they found a doctor that gave me these pills and I took pills for like two days and I got worried it would probably ruin my my you know me to be able to have children later on so I ended up just using my cape to cover and when all of this was going on we were doing this Londinium Larceny uh, segment which was three three part episode became a movie in England and all those girls in there they had all these English girls and they were all purposely brushing up against me and <laughs> and grabbing and oh my! I don't know if it's funny, it's just embarrassing and just oh, there's there's just no way to get away from that situation no. except cover up with your cape and just hope for the best. Bird Word right here with us here in the Batmobile. A few more questions. You've been sure. great today. Why wouldn't Batman let you drive? The Batmobile, well, we never saw you behind the wheel. Yeah, well, actually, I did. I was behind the wheel in the very first episode, okay? And that's where, because when I dropped Batman off at the Whiskey A Go Go and he went in and met uh, Jill St. John, who was playing Molly, I pulled the car up out of the way of the parking. They were going to have a parking attendant do, but no, no, no. I just pulled the car up, turned it on the thing I was watching, and that's when they drugged Batman. Uh -huh. And that's when I started to get out and I got shot with a dart and, uh, and stuff like that so no that was the one time however remember um, Robin was only 15 and a half he had a learner's permit but he couldn't drive by himself so Robin never had a bike when you did it or another set of transportation no 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 okay no except jogging <laughs> and you did that a lot. Oh, I remember seeing and, and your well, cape through, always. You're, yeah, through New York City. You know, we, we had great stuff of filming us in, in New York City, running through the streets uh -huh. and with all the people around. I mean, they just, I don't know how they got so many releases, but <laughs> it was wild. Ken from Instagram, we talked about this earlier. What inspired you to start your own dog food company, Gentle Giants? By the way, he says, it's the best food ever. His boxer loves it. So... Talk a little bit about that. Well, my wife and I operate the largest giant breed dog rescue in the world called Gentle Giants. In 23 years, we've rescued more than 15,500 dogs. In fact, I kind of like to say I was the Cape Crusader and now I'm the Canine Crusader. Um, and of course, now with my new Batman movies, I'm back to the Cape Crusader and Canine Crusader. But we did this, we, we, we rescued the dogs because they were all being put to death. There was nobody rescuing Great Danes. The lady that had been doing it had passed away and now all these big 
gentle dogs were being put to death one after another because people can't always hold on to them. Something happens where they, they lose their house or, or somebody in the family dies. I mean, there's all kinds of tragedies. So we started rescuing the dogs. Well, these breeds only live six to eight years or seven to nine, depending on which kind. And every time we would lose a dog, my wife and I would cry. I mean, we're very sensitive. I can't even watch animal shows anymore, mm -hmm. okay, because every week I'm dealing in animal hospitals with dogs fighting to save their lives. So because they live such short lives and we lose one, it was so devastating, my wife and I decided that whatever it took, we would find a way to help these dogs live longer. We spent $3.9 million mm -hmm. and we developed the only dog food in the world that dogs are living 27 healthy, active years. Now, to, to my knowledge, no other food in the world can even do half of that. And we're we're a nonprofit. I mean, we run our, our rescue. We're just like muscular dystrophy or United Way or March of Dimes. We take nothing. Mm -hmm. And we take nothing from this dog food, okay? We sell it at our cost. And our dog food sells at half the price of what you would pay in a pet store. Absolutely great. Well, again, thank you so much for coming here and joining us. And got you in the Batmobile. We got some great stories from Bert. Hey, check out his dog food. Check out, uh, where, where can they find you on social media? Uh, <laughs> in fact, uh, we, I, we have a Facebook page called Gentle Giants Dog Food and Products. Uh, we, we, we do that because, again, it's all charity. But this way, we put out all the stories. And this interview, When if you get me a copy, I can put it out. We will. <laughs> Absolutely. That's great. And don't forget, you can check out Talking About Cars not only on Facebook for our videos and YouTube. We're also at TalkingAboutCars.net. You can hear the audio versions of this on iTunes, as well as SoundCloud, and, of course, our Sunday uh, segments on KNX 1070 News Radio. Bert, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, citizen. <laughs> to the Batcave! Actor Bert Ward from the original TV show Batman, which broadcast back in the day, remember? It used to be on twice a week on ABC. Absolutely, twice a week. Thanks for listening, and please share our show on social media. Subscribe, it's absolutely free. Leave a comment. If you're on iTunes, rate us and review us. Thank you in advance for helping our podcast grow. Our website is talkingaboutcars.net. Follow us on social media on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Remember to subscribe, share, or retweet, or both. Check out our new Two Tired Guys Productions YouTube page. Like and subscribe, and don't forget also... Become a patron of Talking About Cars on our Two Tired Guys page on Patreon.com. Until next time, I'm Randy Cardoon. Join me and Hot Rod Bob as we have some fun talking about cars. This is a Two Tired Guys production.